You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. Here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Oh my goodness, we're back! Hi! Hi, Pete. How are you? Can I just say that intro is so mega. I hope we don't disappoint in the next like 30 minutes or so. It's like, oh my goodness, there's a massive intro. Now we've actually got to step up and do something. So yeah, but great to see you. It's a good intro. I feel like I'm like bouncing behind the scenes and getting all excited for boot camp, all about bringing the energy. So, oh, it's great to see you, Pete. How are you doing? Very good. Very, very good, actually. Uh, In a good place, mentally um and uh just making it happen and seeing what the clients are up to is just mega and excited to be here thanks for having me oh our absolute pleasure and we we're going to do a sales masterclass this morning we know that sales are a big challenge because lots of bookkeepers in our community we were saying it last night you started yeah. a business you probably didn't realize you started a business you you think you're selling a thing mm-hmm. and uh, and then that whole there's so much that goes with that including our confidence around selling i've been yeah. watching your tiktoks pete and every time i see something i'm like oh yes yes we need to talk about that we need to talk about that. so really really excited for this morning brilliant no, me too me too it's great to be here Great. Right. Well, let's get started. So we want to talk to you about building your confidence to sell. And one of the things we were talking about behind the scenes before we went live was whether we should package bookkeeping services. Is that a good place to start? Because um, if you, I mean, it might be a good place to put everyone off. Yes, <laughs> so, let's start there. So um, I'll, I guess what I'll also do is do a bit of an intro for those who don't know me. I appreciate some of your bookkeepers um, have worked with me before. They've been through, we've done this a couple of times now, haven't we? So uh, it's kind of, I think, round three, perhaps, of this. Yeah. Um, but it has been about a year since we did the last one. So we're, we're definitely overdue. Um, so my name is Pete Scott. I'm the founder of the Ultimate Sales Academy. Um, I specialize specifically, specifically, in helping service providers that includes bookkeepers it includes lots of salons personal trainers all of those things but most of them get caught up in uh, selling the service and that's the issue is that mm-hmm. people buy what you sell so if you've got a notepad uh, and you're listening now write this down people buy what you sell the problem is is that what we end up doing is we end up selling the wrong thing we end up selling the service we say well the value is in the bookkeeping the value is in uh, sitting behind a computer and and having an excel document in front of me but As we're going to find out today, if you don't know me already, that the value is not there because anybody can do that. You can delegate that to somebody else. The value is in your mind. The value is in your expertise. The value is in your uniqueness. And we're going to move that beyond the cliche because I know every coach says that. Be your authentic self. Well, that makes sense. But actually, we need to be very specific because there's a process behind it. And uh, so in essence of selling, so Zoe, just to answer your question, uh, in, in essence, one of the things that I tell people not to do is sell packages straight away. Forget selling packages, forget selling services. By the way, I will state this, that uh, what I've been known for over the years is sales. But over the last year, that's gone into a completely different place. And I appreciate I'm probably at some point due for a rebrand because sales is a part of what I do. Actually, what I do is teach a completely different way to do business. And it's not for everyone. And that is 100% okay. But one of the principles that I teach, and I'm very passionate about it because it works, and I'm seeing it again and again and again, is move away from selling your time completely because it doesn't make any sense. It's an old-fashioned way of selling And what it means is that no matter how much money we make, we're still going to be caught up in the hamster wheel of selling time. And ultimately, services sold today is debt you need to deliver tomorrow. And we Mm -hmm. don't want to be in that kind of business. 
imagine this, that instead of just forget the whole thing of I'm going to sell you a package. And when somebody says, well, I'm going to pay you, say, £10,000. That might sound like a lot of money, but you're going to find out again today why there isn't a lot of money and actually why we want to be selling for real money, uh, not monopoly money by any means. Um, but when somebody says, okay, well, what do I get, Zoe? What do I get when I pay you even £2,000 or say £5,000? The answer is you get my expertise. You get access to my expertise. We're going to put a financial strategy in place and we're going to make sure that I'm not just doing the numbers game for you because it's so much more than that. And um, how you position that is a whole different story. Um, but yes, absolutely. The first, there's three things we need to trust. And then Zoe, I'll pass back to you. <laughs> Number one, you've got to trust yourself. We've been conditioned to believe that we are not powerful as human beings, that everything is outside of ourselves. I went through this even a year ago. And we go through different levels of it. But I had a team of five people working for me. Joe, I know you know this inside out. The business grew very successfully. And I know Joe knows what was in the account, but then it all started to implode. And the reason for it, when I look back, is on the basis that I didn't realize the power was within me. So I'm going to link this back to everyone here, is that a lot of the time we end up thinking, I need to be a people pleaser to my clients. I need to work with everyone. I've got to chase the next client. I've got to keep everyone happy. And you end up, exhausted you end up in this 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 where really when you do when you trust the most important thing of all which is because that's what it comes back to a year ago i didn't for whatever reason i'd built something that i was then afraid to lose and when you realize that actually forget all of this what matters is my expertise and you bring it all you scale all the way back to that that's powerful okay so you've got to trust yourself that's mega you're not there just to be, excuse me, I'm going to be blunt today, right? You're not there just to be um, doing somebody's books for them. Anybody can do that. That can be outsourced to a fresh QuickBooks, all of those things, right? I appreciate there's more to it than that. But what I love about Six Figure Book Club, you know, um, Bookkeeper Club is, uh, you know, on the basis that you're teaching, how do we go into this whole new stratosphere? Um, so number one, trust yourself. Number two, trust the transformation you can create for your client. That's a big topic in itself, but you've got to trust that. Because if you're going to sell for thousands of pounds, you've got to trust that. And you know it's easier to sell at that level. And number three, and this is a big one, trust the client will buy. Because most people don't. The initial conversation, I say, well, why are you sending it 200 quid for when you should be selling for at least 2,000? <gasps> My clients won't spend the money. Yeah, they will. It, because people buy what you sell. If you're just selling bookkeeping, then people will buy book. See, my expectation for a bookkeeper is what? A couple hundred quid a month? I'll pay a bookkeeper that. But my expectation, if somebody's saying, hey, Pete, look, you're running a business, you're making money. And the reality is, is do you have a financial strategy in place? And I say, oh, no, I haven't got that. Okay, well, I'm not just going to do your bookkeeping. We're going to, you're going to pay for my expertise and we're going to look at your financial strategy. All of a sudden, that goes from 200 pounds to being worth thousands. So that's the open. <laughs> Sorry, back to you. Oh my gosh. Well, that's amazing. And I think that's that's one of the biggest challenges for a starting point, isn't it? That we don't see that we're selling something beyond bookkeeping services because we've done our exams, we've got our licensing and yeah. we're, like, we're here to sell a service. And traditionally, that's how it's been done. Mm. And uh, we go out and we say it's going to take us this much time or you've got this many transactions. I'll do this. We're done. And we're not thinking bigger. Um so that that has got to be our starting point. You've had you've done this in your in your business, haven't you, Joe? Like you've you've gone from just providing that 
that deliverable every month for you yeah absolutely yeah and and by listening to Pete what I always go in with with every one of my new prospects is I tell them the full service I always whereas in the past I might have gone in with the I can do this for you and then I'd wait for them to ask well can you also do this and can you also do that and then a lot of the time they don't ask because you've not told them they assume you can't and it took quite a lot Mm. so even with my smallest clients when they they come to me or potential clients I will share with them everything that's possible because they might not have ever heard of this. And I think you said something there, Zoe, which is so right. Traditionally, it's always been done this way. Mm. And I think a lot of us, and, and the, specifically the industry that we're in, is not seen as an innovative in profession. It's always been done in this way. And we are taught by people that have always done things this way. And we're in practices that have always done things a certain way so for us who do we think we are to get our qualifications and step out there and change the way of an industry but that's exactly what we want to do and that's what me and Zoe and why we're creating this because the industry needs to change and the industry needs to value bookkeepers a lot more because they aren't just the transactions they are the key to so much information and power for the business owner but when we start out or when we're having a wobble, things like that. It's hard to think about offering, like what, what is it that I've got to offer? Some, you know, we play it small, don't we? And we, we have that negative self-talk and that imposter syndrome. And this morning, the email that went out is when imposter syndrome meets the sales guru. That's what we're here about to do today. <laughs> mm. So yeah, Pete, how, how do you, you know, everything you're saying, makes sense but you think and a lot of people here be thinking yeah that's fine but that's not for me because yeah I'm not like that I I haven't got that I'm not that no one wants me they want my transactions someone Ros Ros has actually asked a question she said how do you tell them everything even if they don't need it yet without scaring them off and is it it's that scaring them off is what we're afraid of Hey, Roz, it's so great to meet you. Thank you so much for your question. I just thought I'd let you know, uh, because we probably haven't met or spoken before, um, but I'm really excited to say that I'm taking my business in a little bit of a different direction. It might be for you, it might not be for you. However, I'm going to be doing this moving forward, so I want to be upfront with you from the very beginning. And the reason why I say it might be for you or might not be for you is because if you do decide to work with me on this level, then there is a little bit more of an investment. Don't worry, it's not more than 800,000. I'm kidding. But we are looking at somewhere between, say, 3,000 to 10,000. So there's a range. However, the reason why I'm stating this to you is because I've realized I must work with a select group of clients. And I know that we've just met, but I feel that your inquiry coming in, the way it came in, um, I feel that this could be a great fit for you. If you want to have that discussion, we absolutely can. If not, that's okay too, like that. That's how you do it. So be just find that everyone and just learn that. <laughs> you have to, yeah, you it just, this is the thing, is that we're always scared of the elephant in the room. So call it out as it is. Just be upfront and do it in your lovely way. I don't teach scripts, I teach frameworks. So find your words, but reminding the client or potential client, I should say, that it's their decision if they say yes or no, takes the pressure off. It's funny because people hear about me and they're like, oh, Pete, Scott, sales, it's going to be pressure. You know what makes me laugh? You know where the pressure is, is when you're selling those transactions at 50 quid or 100 quid a month. That's pressure because you always need the money. You're always coming from a place of lack. You're always coming from a place of imposter syndrome. And it's exhausting. And I get it. And I'm not saying that my way is the only way. There's lots of different paths to success. 
And there's actually an accounting firm next door um, and they take up about two floors and they've got um, lots of bookkeepers and they do all the transactional stuff, but they delegated it to a machine. Makes sense. They've got a machine of bookkeepers. I don't know how many bookkeepers are in there, but at least 10. And they're in there with all their clients on a transactional level. If you are working as an individual though, look, there's no right or wrong. The, the question is, is that how do you see yourself in your business? What matters to you? What's going to be fun? What's going to add value? Um, and the chances are, if you're a part of working with Joe and Zoe, you want more. So it's time to start saying yes to that. Um, so to answer that question, um, where you just go through that, that little role play scenario, um, but be upfront. People ask me, when should I talk about money? Uh, this early. Hey, my name's Pete. Lovely to meet you. Just so you know, I charge between five to 20,000. I'm joking, but you want to be upfront. Because if we do, the longer we leave it, the more that that, that un, it's called an unsaid risk that manifests in the mind, oh, this person seems it's, you know, and you're talking about what you can do for a client. They're thinking, oh, this sounds, it's probably going to be more than I can afford. But if you're upfront with a smile on your face in your lovely way, you're actually saying, hey, Joe, this might, might be for you. It might be spot on. It might not be for you. I just want you to know that, and I used to do this when I did corporate consulting. I would sit down and say, look, before we even get into a conversation, I know for a fact that what we're about to talk about when we get to the real problems and the real things that you need, they're not going to be within your, within your budget. I'm more than happy to have that conversation with you or not. And they would always say, oh, well, can you tell me more about that? And then it's an open book. Oh, I love that. One of the things I think people get really stuck on is that um, they feel they need to justify a price. Like when you go out and you say, this is what it is. And this is why, this is why, because I've done this and this because. is this. How do we like hold ourselves back or what should we do in that situation? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, the answer is never justify price. Number one, that's the obvious. Um, but number two, you've got to, it sounds really cliche. I, I pre, I'm not going to be able to give the respect to some of these questions that they really deserve. Um, but to give the, the initial answer, you've got to start stepping into your high value. What's high value for you? Uh, I've been told a few times, Pete, don't use the words high value. People don't like it. But I, I actually love it. And you've got to become your client's most trusted advisor. That's in my mind. If I work with someone, I'm going to become their most trusted advisor. They're not buying my time. They don't get a number of sessions with me, right? Um, a lot of them don't even have access to me one-to-one -one, and they still pay thousands and thousands of pounds. Um, but the reality is, is you've got to start stepping into that, whatever it is for you being high value, okay? Um, for me, it's looking after my health, really important come back to trusting myself. I hit the gym every day because it's my, that's my thing, right? When I'm in the gym, when I'm eating right, like I've, I'm, I don't eat until 2 p.m., you know, and so I've got those small things. So I don't go out and preach it to everyone because that's my thing. For somebody else, it might be that, you know, having time with your family, you might be taking, you know, taking the looking after your dog or whatever, um, but start stepping into that is definitely key. So whatever's high value for you. I think I Oh, I'm. I just. I'm. I'm sitting here, Pete, thinking about how I offer services and things, and um, and I very much am pricing by service, um, mm. and it and it works well to a certain degree because you know I've got a team and things, but you know what is we you often talk about transformation, and mm. you know we we very much coming from the point of transactions. So yes. how do we change our mindset from transactions? to transformation yeah. and how do we have that conversation and um, you know 
are, are we really good enough to create transformations? Absolutely, absolutely. Because we've just got to be specific in the problem that we solve. But here's a really fun exercise. And I want everyone to do this exercise very quickly now, but I suggest you do it also beyond this. Okay, I'm going to give you two different questions, but they're very similar, but we're going to go one at a time. And I want you to, um, if everybody can comment, I can't see the comments right now, but if everybody can comment, this will be really useful. So question number one is this, if money was no object, what would you do for your client? That's question number one. If money was no object, what would you do for your client? Just let that kind of process in your mind. If money was no object, they had an unlimited budget, what would you do for your client? Oh, I'm waiting for the comments to come through. I love this. All right. So question number one, again, if money was no object, what would you do for your client? Question number two. Listen for the subtle difference. If money was no object, what would you help your clients achieve? If money was no object, what would you help your client achieve? So question number one was, if money was no object, what would you do for your client? And question number two, if money was no object, what would you help your client achieve? One of those will keep you stuck forever in the hamster wheel struggling and constantly people pleasing. Most of you need to fire some of your clients, work with a lot less. Yeah, but one of those questions, and let me ask this question, which one do you think will keep you stuck forever? And which one will turn you into exactly what we're here for, which is a multiple six figure earner working by yourself, not even needing a team? Because that is, that's, that is the foundation of what I teach. So question number one, what will you do for your client? Question number two, what will you help your client achieve? We've got some answers coming in. We have got yeah. some answers coming in. And it's so interesting, isn't it? Because I suppose my thoughts are, if we go, if we, what we tend to focus on is the question one stuff, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, these are my services. Absolutely. You list it on your website. This is what I do. I do this and this. And you try to all the time to tell people, this is the, these are the tasks I do. I'm really qualified. I've done some exams. I can do this, this and this. But Laura, I think, hit the nail on the head for me where she said, you know, with number one, I'd be taking away all their pressures and headaches because you're doing all the tasks that they're stressing about. But with yep. number two, it's about helping them achieve their personal goals and ambitions. Oh, there you go. So now now let's let's follow on from that. This is such a loaded um exercise so now let's follow on from this okay out of those two answers which one's a lot more exciting oh, the yeah do you want to do you want to be like um your shopping list for your client i want this and i want that and blah 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 and i'm going to polish your shoes i'm going to be your butler and i'm going to do xyz i'm going to make your toast in the morning gluten-free is that what you want do you want to live your life like that and because we sell an expectation to the client we're not selling us we sell an expectation right? So when you say, I will do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 that's what we call low value psychology, which results in low value behaviors. You cannot sell high value if you're showing up with low value psychology and behaviors. Okay. Question number two, on the other hand, is no longer about you. The pressure is off your shoulders. It's no longer what you'll do for them 
It's now about, well, what results will help them achieve? Now, if we just go back, sorry, who's, who gave the answer there? And what was the answer once again, Zoe? Uh, Laura's answer, oh, there have been so many of, everyone's going two, two, two now. Um, mm. Laura had said, I've lost it now. Oh, here we go. Take away all their pressures and headaches was number right. one. Number two, their personal goals and ambitions. Okay. Now I'd imagine that you, to take away some of these pressures, all their pressures and headaches, that would involve a huge amount of your time. Mm. You're, you're now time poor. And mm. by the way, I'm sure, you know, the one thing that I've been fortunate enough in my life is to have money and not to have money. But the one thing that I've been able to stay rich with is my time throughout my life. I can always make more money, but getting time back is impossible. So number one, you're selling all your time and you're going to be a commodity. And you're going to, and you take a hundred bookkeepers, you line them up in a room and you say, what makes you different? And if they all say, I'll take away your pressure and headache. I mean, come on, that's exhausting, right? But you get one that steps forward and says, well, what I do is I'm going to focus on your personal goals and ambitions. And I'm going to do this. The vehicle that I specifically specialize in is the finance. And that's what we're going to look at. However, I charge 10 times anybody else in the room. Which one are you going to want to work with? And this is where it gets really interesting is that what's easier to sell? Is it easier to sell your bookkeeping services because that's what everybody else does? Because people say to me all the time, Pete, I can't sell for thousands of pounds. I'm like, actually, it's easier. It's much easier because the reality is if you're selling the technical work, because we all believe our value. See, when we talk about provide value to the client, we believe value falsely. We believe that value is our presence with the client. How many hours are in the office? Hello, I'm here. Look at me. Validation. I'm working hard. Okay. Versus, well, actually the real value is how the client prospers. That's all that matters. Now, let me ask each of you on this call now, and I'm not selling anybody any, you know, I'm not selling anybody anything on this call. But if I said to you, I'll do three days training with you. I'm going to come in and do a bunch of sales training. Would you all be excited? And then I'm going to send you, we work from nine till five. I'm going to cover X, Y, Z, and we're going to do three full days and we put on lunch for you. That's how I used to sell sales training. But that commoditizes it and it means that I'm just the same as everyone else. So do you want sales training or do you want to completely transform the sales within your business so you're selling on a completely different level and you're stepping into your expertise? What would you prefer? Because the reality is, is that even, and this sounds overconfident, but I said this to my partner, Jamie, just yesterday. I said, no one can pay me enough anymore. If somebody could offer me like, because I have companies that reach out still and they're like, can you come and do a day's training? And I said to Jamie, just right, Jamie's in the room. I said to Jamie just yesterday, I went, 